You are listening to Mediation Station, and this is your host, Greg Fenton. Each week, we explore topics and ideas related to the experience of people with conflict and look to promote the profession of conflict resolvers. We are available to connect with at greggf at primus.ca and 647-227-4734. Visit us at our Facebook page to like us and Facebook group page to become a member. Also visit YouTube channels for both CHHA, 1610AM, and Greg Fenton. Listen to podcasts of each radio show by visiting either SoundCloud.com or iTunes podcasts under Mediation Station. We have a Twitter account. It's called at Fenton Mediation, so make sure to follow us. Tonight we are going to be talking about making co-parenting work through relationship transition. And we have two people here, Lena Rodriguez and Jason Kikot, and we're going to talk with them now about going through the experience of a relationship, transitioning through that relationship, and having a child together, and then changing that relationship to co-parent. So I want to welcome each of you to the program tonight, and thank you for in advance for being here to share about your journey. Thank you for the invitation. We're really happy to be here to, to share our experience. Thank you for having us. I'm looking forward to this. Right. So how about you start off a little bit, just uh, share some information about what you each do professionally. Well, I I work as a business manager for um, a big uh, group of dealerships, so I try I try to help people getting finance for vehicles. And I'm a youth worker. I work with um, various youth with mental health issues and... That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, how about you give a summary of your relationship? Um, how it's evolved from your first meeting, becoming partners, then parents, and then deciding to change from no longer being partners together? Well, it's been a um, long time. Uh, we first met, <laughs> it's funny, but we met like 11 years ago or 12, online actually. Mm-hmm. Right, and then we had a connection, and then we decide to move in together. Um, then we went through a lot of challenges as well. Um, first, well, m- mostly with me in terms of health. So we were pretty much told, um, "You'd rather have a kid now, or you won't be able to have a kid." <laughs> so we were living together already for a long time, mm-hmm. um, for many many years before we decided to have a, a kid. Um, with that, we have a beautiful son, handsome son. It's the best thing to us. And I guess life uh, put you through different experiences that challenge who you are as a person, as a parent. And in that process, I guess we were losing um, like that partner love. Like connection or like that. Yeah, exactly. Like that connection. Loved each other, but we were not in love with each other, and we um, coexisted. But um, and we tried to um, stay together because of our son. And uh, I think uh, at the end, it was kind of our it was uh, a, our bit of an anxiety to separate with having a child and being kind of mindful of the effects of that separation on a child. But I think. Um, we educated ourselves and we we grew together with that and I think we're really lucky to have what we have now after our relationship. Well, when you say you educated, you educated yourself with what or about what? Um, I think with uh, education around um, 
coexisting as parents um, is what was our most uh, important thing, regardless of our uh, lack of love, if you may. Um, I think because me personally firsthand, I, I see the effects of that um, broken down relationship on children and I was really mindful of that and I think Lena was too, is that despite our irreconcilable differences, we were still very much in sync with uh, a positive relationship for our son. What age was your son when you decided to end the intimate relationship oh. aspect of your... Four? Four, yes, around four, four and a half. Yeah, he's and how old is he now? Six. So he's been a year and a half since yeah. we... Yeah. Did you f- have apprehension before you actually made the decision, whomever made the decision? So yes and no. I think we kind of... It was a blessing in disguise in a way that our, our son was so young that he wouldn't quite understand um, the, the separation piece. Um, so we decided to... We thought it was kind of a an advantage or a, a benefit of separating while he was still young. Though did you see it that you try to continue the relationship together as a couple without trying to impact negatively your child? Yes, we try. And I think a lot of uh, parents, partners, they decide to stay in a relationship yeah. even though they know they should enough, like even though they don't love each other, even though they they know they're not happy. Mm-hmm. They decide to say because they have kids. Right. And we feel that. I think our relationship yeah. started having issues in Santiago was about two years old, around that time. And we tried, like everybody else. We didn't want to give up. You don't want to tell your parents, oh, we are married, but we are separating. Oh, but you have a three-year-old kid. Oh, but he's too small. Like, what are you going to do? And and at the end, if you look at it, if me as a mom, if he as a dad is not happy, how are we going to show our kid to be happy? Because the problems we had, even though if you try to um, manage them in the best way possible, it shows frustration. And then when you go home and then you fight with your partner, you you try to be okay with your kid, but deep inside you are frustrated. And they can read that. They can feel it. So mm-hmm. that's what pushes us to, in this case, I, I was the one making the decision. I was the one who said, I'm done. Because... Because you are no happy, and then it was a point you decide if I'm no happy as a mom, how I'm going, how I'm going to make my son happy. Well, I mean, when things happen to us in a different relationship, so at home when there was maybe struggles and challenges in that relationship, and then you go to work, yeah. I'm sure you carried with you from home into work Absolutely. some of the challenges yeah. that you were going through at home, and vice versa, you know that things that happen at work you brought into your home relationship. And we try to be mindful of that, but that is never enough because sometimes when you are going through a lot of issues, like when you are getting to the point that you say it's enough, we are going to divorce or we're going to separate, it is because you cannot take anymore. So, of course, frustration levels are higher. And we think our son, yeah, maybe felt it in some way that we were maybe more... Well, you know, even yeah. when you guys <coughs> might not communicate directly with each other, your nonverbal communication... You know, yeah. the body language, your gestures. And that's what we were worried about is our um, impact on him. We, we, would, we would never um, directly involve him, but kids know, right? They, it's, we never argued in the same room and stuff like that, but they knew be- between our and lack th- of affection and stuff well, like that. Well, when you did get into the same room, there was a difference in the way you interacted with each other from yes. a time when you actually 
were different in That's connecting right. that way. That's right. So the child would notice a difference, and as the child gets older, they become more sophisticated and more aware, and they can pick up on these cues. Well, and that's why we decided to separate at that time before those cues became more prevalent. And, um, I mean, now we're great. I think now in the, the aftermath of this all, um, as co-parents, we're, we're very much in sync and we even um, do things together as a, a united kind of family, I mm-hmm. guess, um, just to for him to see that um, the, the value of that. Um, we may not always get along, but um, I would say more times than not, we get along now more than we did before. <laughs> so we're going to talk more about that because I think it's important to share how you've journeyed through all this. And then when you started to feel that you had to create more concrete decisions, i.e. custody, access, and then you navigated to the court system and then what that was like. So how would each of you define yourselves as a parent to your child? I think I'm, I wouldn't say I'm perfect because it is nobody perfect, but um, I love being a mom. So I, as as a mom, I think I describe myself or consider myself a cool mom. <laughs> Even though he's the cool parent, I am the one more strict <laughs> kind of thing and more the, the homework has to be done. This is to be done. <laughs> don't don't be completely fooled there. I'm I do a lot of yes, the same kind of stuff there too. But yeah, yeah. I'm it's like I said, we're very grateful for the relationship we have now for our, with our son and we both are very much in sync with how important and how vital that is for him to see us coexisting and we have the same routines and same um, rules and even when I'm struggling with something I'll I'll call Lena and say hey I'm struggling with this Mm -hmm. or if it's a a disciplinary matter too where we continue the um, consequence for our son for whatever reason consistently with each other. Well you you know it just comes across you the two of you are very different from each other and you know you got connected in the first place, maybe because of those differences. You can speak to it better than I can. I'm just here as an outsider. And then as you went through the relationship, you still maintain your differences. So how do you feel that your differences have actually benefited your relationship with each other as co-parents? Well, um, we are a lot of differences. Uh, we are from different countries, right? Mm-hmm. Um so the culture part, uh, even though we think, yeah, it's cool, and I marry somebody from here, and I'm from and I'm Latin culture, and it stuff sounds good, but it has its challenges in terms of family values, in terms of our traditions and what we do, right? Um, but the differences is, yes, what pull us together, and I think that's, those are the differences that is still keep us together in how we raise our son in terms of how how we want life to be for him how we want him to what kind of person we want him to be right and that's why those differences even though I might be more I don't know how to say social open Jason it is but a little bit more um, we have our differences but I I definitely promote with Santiago all the time to embrace that Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's something we're very good at is that we 
embrace each other even though we have our differences and if mom feels this way about something I don't we we find a common ground it's not always easy mm-hmm. but um, for the greater overall good of our son we we find a common ground we really believe in consistency and routine and and respect is respect one of the things um, yeah. we know a lot of people that go see these and even though they're separated, they, they want to use those differences against the yeah. other party. Mm-hmm. And they will talk bad about the other party. Oh, your dad is doing this. Oh, your mom let you do that. Mm-hmm. No, that's no good. Never the that. difference, never, we ever. never, we had an agreement and we said, we are not going to do that. We always respected, even when we were living together and Santiago was smaller and we were having bigger issues, we never... Um, disrespect the other parent in front of Santiago. We, and we never ever created a, a divide, ever. And if yeah. now, like, even if we don't agree on stuff, even sometimes it's bitter, even sometimes we still have arguments, but we are not going to tell our son, mm-hmm. oh, your dad is doing that wrong, or things like that, or the other way around. You always have to respect the other parent. And well, that's really yeah, and, uh, and to see the differences of opportunities, actually, mm-hmm. rather than when people bring difference as being a barrier, a negative thing, and it's what separates us. It's actually a great opportunity to celebrate the difference, and mm-hmm. your your child, as you've become quite aware, and you know f- better than me, because that's your child, your child will benefit from the differences Absolutely. of each of you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the child will also be instilled with that kind of value, and when they grow up, they're going to appreciate differences from a different mindset, that it's not an opportunity for people to to part and punish each other, mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to celebrate each other. Well, what we're proud of, too, is that he'll see us coexisting, even though um, in our futures we'll have different relationships and stuff, but we will still coexist for him. So how did the two of you end up in family court? Um, well, <laughs> it was my decision to do it. Um, yeah, we sound like everything has been peace and love and it wasn't mm-hmm. that easy okay since we decided to to divorce we are still um try to do it in a friendly way we're gonna do it our way we're mm-hmm. going to do it without help that's what we thought yeah. it's going to be easy we agree because you thought you, you exactly. knew how to do it or because we said oh we don't need any legal advice we don't need any legal process here we are going to agree together to do this so we decided actually to leave two months together even though we were separated in different rooms, but give us the opportunity to uh, start with a new life, with a different budget, with a different schedules with our son, while like trying to help each other. So you cre- you had a, a you know space where you all lived together, though you created separate, independent spaces yeah, within exactly. that. But it, we, I think that's where we kind of ran into a bit of difficulty because we needed our own space and we needed yeah. our own lives, and it was an adjustment for sure. But I think. Um, once we established that pattern and that um, schedule, it was the court process wasn't easy, but um, yeah. but how we f- we ended up there? Yeah, yeah there? is that in that process because it wasn't immediately when we divorced. It took us almost a year yeah. since we made the decision to go to family court because, as we said, we thought it was going to be friendly, it was going to be easy. Okay, so you have these weekends, I have these weekends, um, then. We started seeing that Jason has a work schedule that is really complicated. Mine is a little bit easier, but it's still, as a mom, then um, I wanted to do other things. It wasn't always easy to yeah. change the schedules around. We needed something concrete, a guideline exactly. to really support us and to 
um, I don't want to say hold each other accountable, but it, it kind of did to say, hey, this is your weekend, it's your obligation, and that kind of stuff. So, so why did you decide that a routine was important as a foundation? Because we, we're still running into into arguments with each other yeah. uh, in terms of, yeah, we both of us won the most of the time with Santiago, right? That wasn't an issue uh, in that. It was that if we couldn't uh, accommodate some changes because we were so used to to being able exactly to relying yeah. on each other, there were times that we couldn't. But if it's you need to also look outside or me or or in advance to know what you will have to do because I'm not always going to be there. Yes, we are each other first person to rely on, but it's not always going to be like that. So we started getting into arguments that it was putting us back in a bad place. Right, instead of going forward, we were going back and not being in that nice place that we wanted to be. So I said, you know what, we are going to go to family court because this is has to be something written. It has to be something on paper that it says this is what we're going to do. And unfortunately, you heard so many people telling you bad things. Oh, you should do this. Oh, ask for child support. Or he should be giving you this money. And then a lot of times people like to give opinions, but mm-hmm. they are not in your shoes. And mm-hmm. every case is different, right? And then, unfortunately, yes, those opinions, everybody telling you one thing, oh, he should give you this much money, oh, why he's doing that, or things like that, or if the other person is not having a partner. Provoking you Exactly. Yes. Then, then put in your mind a lot of things that I said, you know what, we're going to do this in this way, like clear, and that's when we decide to go to, to family court to start doing all this process. So you were quite aware of each other in terms of the expectations. So one of you started the process yes, that as the applicant. Yeah. Yes. And I was the respondent. And it, it, it is a little intimidating when you get uh, served, papers? served these papers. And um, my... I, I, you felt I offended. Th- yeah, I felt offended. <laughs> and it was Why? More, Why? It was more out of anxiety because the, the, the documents you receive, is, it's somewhat intimidating. The jargon and they break down everything. And then, yeah. honestly, once you get over that anxiety and start understanding more of the um, terms and agreements and stuff like that, it it kind of fell into place. Um, We really got lucky there too where we didn't, it seems overwhelming, but it's not. We just had a lot of, ours was really detailed from holidays to um, March break and weekends and everything. We where where was all that detail created from? Uh, I did. I work on it. <laughs> well, so it was it, it was Lena and um, through definitely through mediation helped us a great deal. Um, and where was the mediation through? It was right at the courthouse. It was um, we kind of discovered that it was offered. We've heard about mediation, but we weren't sure if it, this was a paid service or. Or do we need lawyers? And so this mm-hmm. was kind of really intimidating. And that's the other thing, right? So I wanted to do all the process, to have something on, on written, because, yeah, when people give opinions, they always say, oh, what about when he finds another person? What about if he gets married? A new partner, right. Exactly, another partner. What about if you do? Then maybe those agreements that you have right now, they might change later. Yeah. And it's true, because our agreements were only verbal agreements. We didn't have anything in written at that moment, because we thought... Is going to be friendly, right? Mm-hmm. And then yes, we start battling here and there. That's why we decide to go to family court to have things. It wasn't even an issue with us about money or battle, child support. No. It was about having everything clear because we don't know what's going to happen in the future. What's going to happen with our son? What's going to happen with all that? And then also you feel intimidated because you are like, 
how are we going to pay for this? How much is this going to cost? Like, because everybody talk about, you need a lawyer, he needs his own lawyer, um, this is going to be long, mm-hmm. you better be ready for that. And we then did, intimidate. We did pretty much everything ourselves, not just the paperwork, but there's there's timelines and guidelines of when you need yeah. to do all this stuff back and right. forth with each other, serve her, commission yeah. this document. Mm-hmm. It seems intimidating, but it really wasn't. Yeah. Actually, Greg really helped us a ton with that, just to kind of clarify things for us and explain the process um, for us, which was we're definitely grateful for. Um, and we're lucky. We didn't really argue. We didn't have any financial disagreements. Um, we decided to, since since our custody is almost the same 50-50, we, we got into no financial um Need for, need for for the payment of child support. No. Though, you know, that's up to the two of you to determine or decide. Yeah. You both entered into the court system as self-represented litigants, as that's they right. call it, because you didn't have, quote, your own counsel, that's separate counsel. Right. You that's you right. were your own counsel. That's right. We, um, I don't know if we've ever, I think I initially I did, but I, I think as we um, started doing our own research and reading the documents and, it's it's not difficult, but it is tedious. It is you have to. It can be overwhelming. It can, no? It's definitely overwhelming, the and there's deadlines, and it, you get this booklet of whole bunch of stuff other than your your stipulations that you want between each other. And then for me, um, is the first time I'm going to a court for whatever reason, <laughs> right? So, yeah. and then um, being um, English my second language, it is really hard to know all those terms that they're using. Right. So they yeah. talk to you as you are supposed to know what they're saying, but mm-hmm. you don't. You have been trying to do your best to read, to research, um, to get advice about how you're going to file, um, but they talk to you so quick. Sometimes they don't listen to you. And and he's, for me, it was overwhelming. At some point, that I was like, why am I doing this? Like, it's, it is too much, right? You get frustrated to the it point that you almost wanted to give up? Exactly. It gets frustrated or to the point that you you think, do I really need a lawyer? Like, do I have to hire a lawyer when, for all this situation, somebody to do it for me because of that same situation? You have to take, yeah, a day off from work. Then you have to go there to the court. Then the problem is if you don't have... The, um, yeah. the right advice, then you're bounced from one place to another. And or then if you miss a date, or you miss a signature, exactly. or, or you, yeah, if you want to make a, an amendment on the um, agreement, you're going back. But we, d- I think we did okay. I think we yeah. we really utilized Greg again, and um, even the commission's office at the family court helps you of the process and what needs to be done next. And like I said, it is. It seems overwhelming, and but yeah, they have, yeah. and they actually, when you go do the serving or the filing, I didn't know that was actually the name, serve papers, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Then they tell you you have to go to a um, to a meeting, right? Like an information oh, meeting. Oh, yeah. the MIP, the mandatory yeah, information then you program. Go. Yeah. But then they don't mention mediation that much. They they don't at least for me as an applicant because my meeting was different from the respondent. You don't go on the same night. No, we don't go no. on the same night. You went on a Monday and he, Jason goes on a Wednesday. Exactly right. So I I guess the information is different. They mention yes they do. Yeah. They they give you the information of 311 mm-hmm. and everything, but they don't 
They don't promote mediation. They should talk more. They don't promote. So they speak more about the court process. This is next. This is what you need to do next. If she does this, you counter with this. And we, as soon as we heard mediation, we read the pamphlet and spoke more to Greg and other representatives there. And we're like, oh, mediation. And we can kind of avoid all this court. um, Yeah. Process. So process. when when you go for people who's going through these or my goal or thinking, so then when you go there, you put your name on a piece of paper and somebody's going to help you, like a, a duty counsel, which means it's like a lawyer that is going to help you before you go inside, and they give you a day with a uh, with the judge. So they ask you, they review your application, they review the respondent application, and they're going to ask you, do you guys want to go for mediation? Mm-hmm. Right. So we knew what was mediation because we did our research. But for people that doesn't know, that you go and talk to somebody, to an expert, that is going to help you to mediate, to get uh, to agree to what you are putting on that application. So we did that. We even agree on everything we wanted it. But it was more than that. Legally, we have our points. We have few points that we wanted to discuss. But more than being a legal advice, it was more in a personal way because it helped us to listen to each other. Yeah. We were directed to listen mm-hmm. um, because sometimes we wanted to to kill each other mm-hmm. because yeah. there were some points in a that nice we way. yeah <laughs> <laughs> on a nice way yeah but we wanted to um, there were points that we are so strong-minded and sometimes we want to fight to be right about something yeah. so I had my points he had his points she's saying we a lot yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) what does that feel like for you Jason (laughs) I'm just gonna agree (laughs) and the mediator helped us she helped us to get to a point to listen to each other Um, we can do a shout out what's her name Um, Haley Haley she's she's awesome she is great Um, it's nice because they ask you do you do you want to be in the same room with the other person which was weird for us because yes we're okay with that but other people might not be okay with that, but yeah. you still can go through mediation. That's a good point. Even if you don't agree with your partner or ex-partner, still you can try kind to like do a, it. like a middle person, a neutral person, which is great. And even when we were... She she did great. She spent about an hour More. with us, an hour and a half. And we just yeah. We mm-hmm. already had our, our outline, if you may. And um, she read through them, and then we kind of wrote down our, our points we kind of wanted to debate, and she was great. She kind of found some middle ground between us and like something that was neutral and something that we can agree upon some some commonality commonality and it kind of chopped the um anxiety and the um reactionary kind of stuff where it just gave each other an opportunity to speak um like i said she was neutral and she would find common ground for both of us which was we kind of needed that right because we're both very strong and even in a personal way she did it too she connected she how, how, did, how did she do that? Because she, okay, she talked to each of us she said privately. Lena was wrong sometimes. First she meets with you and <laughs> sorry, what she was that? She also said, you know what, Lena, you're wrong, and I, I was really that was <laughs> you felt really uh, yeah, was justified like in your. Yes. <laughs> uh, first I'm not sure if that's yeah. correct. <laughs> when you're going to talk to her, she will talk to me first. Yeah, there private. was a separate intake. First. It's a that's separate right. where it's totally confidential, mm-hmm. and then she will ask you, are you okay with me to share this information later? You can say no if you might, but the idea of this is, of course, to share. Yeah. Then it was like about an hour with me, then another hour with Jason yeah. uh, in the same position. Then she worked on whatever needed to be together, and then she called us back, and then she directed a conversation, and she helped us with the stuff that 
we look at each other and we're like, oh, I never thought about that. And the way yeah. when I said she connected is because a lot of our disagreements or arguments that we need a mediation, of course they are a result from our past. From mm-hmm. uh, things that problems we had in the past that we didn't resolve, that maybe right. we hold is still really mm-hmm. um, it's unresolved. Exactly, and right. then that is mm-hmm. is showing right now in those decisions that we're making. Right. right, there is a reason why we react like that, mm-hmm. um, or why we wouldn't want to be flexible at some points and stuff. And then she helped us to re- like to recognize and to acknowledge what were our faults actually in the relationship. That give us to this point. Or some, uh, let's call it some of your challenges. Exactly. Some of the challenges. She helps us to acknowledge that. Right. Or our challenges that are affecting our new relationship right now. Yeah, and the so decisions you have to make now, now in order to move forward exactly. or along so with your... And I remember she says something like, this is right now, you're no husband and wife anymore. Now you are Santiago's parent. So right. this is the beginning of a new relationship. Acknowledge what happened, the challenges you had, Leave that in the past, and then right now, let's move on to whatever is going to be. So acknowledging that from each other, help us to having a hug and say, you know what, yes, we both had challenges, but then now is the moment. So it wasn't only about the points, legally points we needed, but... It's more it's more approached on a relational way. Yes, yeah. exactly. This is We're about relationship. I'm surprised why it wasn't offered before even the, the court um, documents yeah. began. It, it was like... It was kind of a relief to us. It was we wondered why it wasn't offered to us first before the court process proceeded. So we can kind of say, okay, we have a mediation agreement. Do we really need to proceed with court? Huh, no. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah. You should be but after it's, it's we not did, yeah. presented that way. No. It's kind of. I know the system works in a reactor, reactive way. Yeah. So. You do something happens that doesn't work out, and then you have to try to address it. Well, which was it was also problematic because um, even when we are going through the court process, because we did decide that even though we got a mediation agreement, we needed to get the um, the, the mediation agreement to be legally binding, more formalized, more formalized. And even when we went through that process, we encountered a bit of um, I don't know the, what I'm, the word is. Some more struggle? Some more struggle because people were so surprised that we were getting along and we have an agreement. And Even though Lena's the applicant and you're the respondent, yeah, there was this expectation that you well guys should we, be even fighting. Even when we went back to the courtroom to get these um, documents uh, legalized, people, both duty councils are... Yeah, they, they were sort of thinking, am I seeing this yeah, and experiencing this right? Sp- and they were almost plotting us against each other in a way, in a defensive kind of way, and we said, no, she's fine, we can solve this together, and um, yeah, I guess, yeah, it, that's when we came to realize that we were kind of and unique, we always, I guess. When we were there, we were thinking, if we both agree to this, if we both are on the same page, being this frustrated and complicated, and people yeah, well, bounce us from here and there, how this is for people who... Who don't have the same level of cooperation. Exactly, yeah. that they are fighting like like it's, it's bitter, that they don't understand what they want, that they are against each other and stuff. Yeah. So it can be even even harder. So mediation at that point is even more key. Uh, I will say that it should be Before mandatory yeah. for everybody mm-hmm. that wants to yeah. go through this process. And, uh, and it's absolutely free, which we didn't know. My first question when they offered us mediation <laughs> was, uh, how much is that going to cost? Because everything has a price, unfortunately, and we pay nothing. And yeah. and that's the best part of it. Not only that it's free, but 
everything that it helps it should be offered yeah, we, we more open to everybody it. yes like absolutely. for everybody that you're going through and I didn't know you can do it before even serving the papers you can do it before filing we you didn't know that yeah. we had no idea about that so there's two like there's independent mediation that's out there then there's once you enter into the system there's also the what you uh, took advantage of the on-site mediation so mediation's not a, a mandatory thing or it can't be ordered unless the two people involved are in agreement on consent mm-hmm. then the judge can say go ahead do the mediation and you get two hours at no cost to do the process to hopefully help you to open up the doors and navigate we, through we this. were lucky too like we were somewhat prepared before yeah. mediation so i think we we got lucky with that two hour time so if i'd say anything is if you do choose to go through mediation have a outline have um something prepared to see what you want to negotiate with versus going in there empty-handed it's well you know the thing is that each person's their own individual and they have their own capacities or their skills or their mindset right and so they organize themselves and they're going through different kinds of also maybe additional challenges there might be mental health there might be mm-hmm. substance abuse right. that impact a person's ability to make the best decisions and so you know one rule for court is that court does nothing for people the responsibility the onus is on the individual That's to right. do things yeah. because people constantly come and show up and say, well, why didn't they tell me to do that? Well, they're not going to do that. Well, yeah, and then that was last time we, we had our final court day or something, and then we were frustrated and almost fighting because, again, we did what we were told to do after the mediation. We felt great, and then we come back to court, and then we felt like we did everything we were supposed to do. It, yeah. One person told us to do this. We bring whatever we need to bring, but then now you're missing something. You didn't bring the egg. So they always make you feel that you are not doing correct, like what you are supposed to do that is not correct. And it's hard. It's frustrating. At the end, it works out. Um, at the end, we get our papers, our legal document, mm-hmm. and everything that we needed to do. But it is hard when they, they tell you different information, when you talk to different people. So the court it, It's definitely overwhelming. Is, yes. Yeah, okay. It's definitely overwhelming. Yeah, so, you know, you two obviously are people who are organized in some way with regard to going into the court process, and you took it as an opportunity to further deepen and expand your relationship as co-parents to get that structure, that foundation, so that you had that routine, then you can bring it back into your personal lives and to help your your child. And abide by it, yeah. Right. But for some people that doesn't have that... That's yeah. what we're saying. We agree for us seems easier, but that's what we... Every time we were waiting there yeah. for to talk to somebody, we always talk about if this is harder for us, if this is complicated, like other people that is going through harder cases, different situations that maybe they don't understand as we do, maybe they don't speak the language, maybe they don't want... They don't have somebody to help them. Um, so they are dragged to from one date, then to another date, then bring another information, then later they say, no, that's not what you needed, you needed another form, then, and so on. It can take longer. For us, it has been about four months. Four months. Four, three, mm-hmm. four months. So can you imagine other people trying mm-hmm. to make decisions that need more urgency, and then they are not being resolved because they tell them different information? But then, that's why when you go to mediation, actually they explain to you what the is process. going to happen, yeah. all the process, in terms that you understand. And maybe that time is actually going to be 
Shorter. Yeah, I mean, you used the word earlier. It's a conversation. It's a focused conversation that helps people better be informed, to get informed about things that are going on in their lives in some way, to better connect so that they can make more consciously informed decisions. So the, the real power of mediation is that the two of you retain ownership of your decision-making. You didn't give it up to the judge to That's determine right. for you and impose it. Because no matter how right each side feels they are, that regardless, the judge has to look at the other aspect that's not present in the room right now, who's not talking, it's the child, the best interests of the child. And so protect those interests, because sometimes parents getting caught caught up in the politics of their relationship with each other can look past or not even appreciate that, that the child is being impacted by the fact the two of you don't cooperate with each other. Yeah, I think, and that was a... A constant on our mind is that uh, is, is, is exactly what you said is not to use court as a um, a weapon if yeah. you may or like a, a threat. It's um, we used it as um, let's get an agreement together that um, we will abide by and work with. It wasn't an easy process, but it's it's not difficult if you both have the same goal in the end of um, the best interest for your child. Then it will work out. In terms of uh your journey. What have you learned about uh, yourselves and about each other going through matters this way? I learned that um, love can transform, right? So we we love each other, um, but not as a partners anymore, right? Not as a husband and wife, as a friend. So we transform that love that we have into loving each other as a friend and having a son together, which is the best thing to us. So we, we will always be there for each other. Um, our differences still will be there, right? We are not perfect, but we're working with that. So we learn about this process that, yeah, we can work together. We can. We are still a team, right? Even though we, it was hard, it was bitter, wasn't as easy as we thought, we struggle, but we made the best out of it and it's not actually from for our benefit it's for our son benefits so i mm-hmm. learned that i can i can transform that love that that we used to have yeah that's exactly it we still um see the the importance of co-parenting um we still utilize each other when um we're st- struggling with our son or we were very consistent we keep the same consequences and homework routines and all that kind of stuff where um so you're not trying to undermine each other no never i i truly believe children are um a product of their own environment right so they need to see the cooperation and the the uh joint effort together Mm -hmm. right we we never divide or um speak negatively about each other so and we really think these agreements have to be done as early as you can. Don't let time pass by to go to mediation, to to go to uh, to do these agreements. Because? Because um, things are changing, and then it can be uh, people talking, people giving opinions. So maybe you will have a partner, a different partner that is going to put things in your head, mm-hmm. and, and it happens, right? So the sooner you do it, the better for your family's sake. Like, we are now not together but we're still a family and then we have at least once a month we have a date the three of us because we are a family still mm-hmm. even if there are other partners or something mm-hmm. it's the three of us 
right? Yeah, well, your child's here tonight. Exactly. I mean, they're not he's in the room, but they're, he, they're here. He's here with us. See, we have an activity at the school. It's a teacher-parents meeting. It's not a teacher-mom or teacher-dad meeting. No, it's yeah, parents. There's, there's no, we are. There's no divide. We, uh, anything from his extracurricular stuff to school issues to anything we do, it, united. Yeah, to a yeah. soccer game, for example. So... What I suggest is if people is going to go through this, if you just separate it, if you're in that process, try to do it as soon as you can yeah, because it's going to benefit your son. You're going to see that after this and having that mediation, you feel lighter. Like that weight on your back, like it's like, like you can like, ah, oh, now it's done. Like now we had agreeing into this and then of course you're going to be happier. Your kids are going to be to see that, that that you are having a better relationship with each other, and that is from their own benefit. So the sooner, the better. Well, I mean that creates a legacy for your child mm-hmm. to know that two people who are their parents that yes, at one time they were in a different way that relationship, and it's changed, transitioned to something else. Yet the two of you work actively ongoing together to cooperate to get along because underlying there's yeah. there's a shared perspective of the child i think over that you know you you two care about each other yes absolutely yes. absolutely yeah we we always we will always do mm-hmm. uh, even if, if we will have another partners or or things like that or marry again later i don't know still we are a family and we will be the first for each other Right in in terms of Santiago, like mm-hmm. if I cannot even do this, we will support each other. Even though too, we have our agreement out formalized now too. There's still obstacles or changes of schedule and stuff. We we abide by our schedule 90% of the time or our agreement. Mm-hmm. But there's times where we're because we have we maintain this relationship still. We say, hey, Lena, I know this is my weekend, but can we switch off? And we've been really good at that by switching a day here, switching this, or just helping each other out. So you, you incorporate what we try to really inject yeah. as a template of mediation and uh, any resolutions from that, the, the decision-making, flexibility. Absolutely. Because life is filled with unexpecteds. Yeah, we don't, we're not so rigid with the the um, requirements, if you may, of our, our our agreement. There's times where we, we try to give each other enough notification to help each other out, but we still... And, and actually mediation helped us to to make decisions about things that we didn't think we needed. For example, uh, what about a passport? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be in charge of that? Oh, uh, how long in advance are you going to let the other person, where are you going? Are you going for a weekend? Um, Things like uh, travel, March break, yes, like the travel, documents, is holidays, holidays, special occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, if, the, if it's your weekend, but it's a, a, a holiday, who's going to be with him? And then there were things that we never thought that we really needed to put on paper, but actually we had to. Uh, benefits, doctors, appointments, things like that, that, that you think, oh, we, we will discuss it friendly later when that happened. No, there's... This creates a template for you it's, to deal with that in a more organized way. And in, a, in, a, in terms of vocabulary, that, help, that is easier for us to understand. Yeah, it's not legalese. It's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. people language. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what would you want people listening to learn from our conversation tonight? Um, I would definitely say um, re- regardless of your differences with each other and you have children, get along, work with each other. Um, you may not be in love with each other and but you do what's best for your child and work as cooperatively as you can absolutely 
and use the resources that are out there. Uh, try to go and find out for yourself. Uh, don't listen always what other people are saying all the time negatively. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of positive things that you can do through this process. And one of them is, is mediation. Because for us, we, strongly we wish we have... mediation. Exactly. We, we do it because for us, it helps us to put an end to a cycle as a partners and then to start a new cycle as, as friends. And that really helps us and to have everything clear on a paper, on a, on a legal matter. So it helped us not only one way, but two. So yeah. really... Yeah. So I just want to... we got to close out now. I just want to say about the mediation thing is that it, it is always there as an option for you or anybody. And it doesn't have to be where people have actually have a conflict. It's where they can come together with a third person to help support the conversation so that they get focused and create the opportunity for people to share that information that they may not feel they could do as well without that third-party assistance in yeah. some way. So I want to I wanna really applaud the two of you. Thank you very much. Thank and you. I think, you know, we got to promote the positivity of transitioning relationships and mo- moving into co-parenting in a very healthy way. Thank so you. thanks very much for sharing this with us. Thank you. You're listening to Mediation Station on CHHA 1610 AM. Voces Latinas.